Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter. A health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. From the center of the galaxy, this is a Force Center podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsok for another edition of Spotlight Star Wars. Guys, we're living in a Rogue One world now, and I'm still basking after watching the first official trailer for Rogue One, a Star Wars story. If you want to get a uh, reaction, a quick analysis that Joseph Scrimshaw and I recorded mere moments after watching the trailer for one, two, I think three times, uh, that is on the podcast feed as well under the Force Center Reacts show banner. Uh, we uh, had fun. We were over at the Collider Studios hanging with the Schmoes No Crew. Uh, we were all waiting and anticipating this trailer. 
we as a Star Wars community of fans uh, had been waiting for this trailer. The first teaser came out a while ago now, and it seemed by the timing, it seems like we'd have more. Of course, we're kind of comparing this to... The Force Awakens, and some more things had come out of The Force Awakens uh, a lot earlier, but that was a bigger movie with a bigger promotion, and, well, maybe, I want to say, more at risk with Force Awakens. You were reintroducing it, and this was one of the uh, highest uh, uh, movies with some of the highest expectations. Rogue One has a different set of expectations. It's got a different set of risks, um, but it's understandable that the promotion machine of Force Awakens was different, if, if not bigger. But we were all waiting, and it was fun. Fun waiting. I was. I left work at Screen Junkies and was heading across town to the Collider Studios. I'm not saying I was checking my phone while I was driving, but I was looking. I was re uh, refreshing Twitter every now and then, and it was more fun. I was glad the trailer didn't uh, drop while I was driving. I would have had to pull over like a responsible driver. But uh, other than that, I was watching everyone react and the impatience and the the anticipation. It was reaching a fever pitch. I was watching uh, the schmoes tweet out, and Adam Halavik from Superhero News was tweeting out, "Give me the trailer." Even some of the Star Wars authors, Paul S. Kemp. I was watching him as he kind of live tweeted his waiting for the trailer to drop. So it was great when it dropped over here. I want to say it was 7.38 or so, our time Pacific. And the first tweet came across. Someone had seen it. It was out. So me and Scrimshaw scrambled. Dennis Zang of Collider scrambled. We all got set up. We were, we were ready to record our shows, our reaction videos, our reaction podcasts. We were all sitting there like a bunch of Star Wars media nerds. And then it dropped. And I'll tell you, I get nervous after uh, after these things drop, but I haven't seen it yet. The, that first second takes me back to the first teaser of Force Awakens, uh, where uh, you know starts with the sand. And then uh, Snoke, as we now know, saying, uh, "Has been awakening. Have you felt it?" Boyega pops up. You get BB-8. That trailer, the first one. I gotta tell you, I was sitting there in my office at my old job. My assistant director Jason was with me, and I pulled him in. I said, this is it, man. Come here. We're going to watch the first new Star Wars footage, the first official footage that we've seen since 2005 and by some people's minds since 1983. This is it. And as I sat there to press play, and what an interesting time we live in now, you take for granted. To see the Phantom Menace trailer, I had to, uh, I didn't do the buy, buy a ticket for Meet Joe Black, which is how a lot of people saw it, but luckily at the time I worked near a movie theater and uh, the trailer was playing ad nauseum on repeat in the lobby of the theater and I could pop in on while working, uh, I could sneak on in and, and catch it in the lobby. I caught, caught that trailer several times um, and then had it recorded on a VCR, v, VHS tape. Um, this time around, you know, with Force Awakens, you get to press play on YouTube. What a crazy world we live in, kids. But that moment before pressing play the first time on the Force Awakens teaser trailer was, it was nerve-wracking. It could have been horrible. It could have been all of our fears. And that teaser trailer was great. The one that ends with the Millennium Falcon. The first time we see Kylo Ren and the broadsword lightsaber. All that stuff. Second teaser, great. By that time, you knew everything was fine. The first trailer, great. All the things that came out, Force Awakens, um, I, I said, we got it. It looks good. There could be other issues once the movie, we sit down in the theater, and once the movie's out and we see it. Um, do I think Force Awakens was perfect? You guys all know that. No, I don't, but I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. Great job. But I still have that here. And same with Rogue One. So much 
questions, so many questions, I should say, about Rogue One. So many unknowns. So uh, so many just kind of dark shadows of fandom that we're crawling around when we know the idea, but we don't really know what's in it. We're seeing set photos, but not a lot. Seeing concept art, but not a lot. I think more was available for Force Awakens than Rogue One. Maybe that's just me. So the first time I pressed play on that trailer, the first teaser, I got that nervous feeling again. And then it comes out, and it's good. And we all look around and go, this is good. I'm excited. Same thing last night. I'm sitting next to Scrimshaw. I pulled my laptop up close. I go, here we go, man. Press and play. I, you know, you, from, from trailer one to trailer two, there couldn't be a ton that changed. Yeah, you can insert your reshoots joke there. But, you know, there, I already know it looked good. But there was just that anticipation and that fear. That maybe they did something wrong. Maybe these reshoots change things up. Maybe maybe they're going to get more needless uh, humor or, or an emphasis on it or something. To all you start believing all the rumors. Normally, I'm not that type of guy that believes the rumors. I do believe there's when there's smoke, there's fire, and there could be a very interesting story behind the making of Rogue One, as I have said on this very show. I want to hear that. But there's still that moment when you're pressing play, and it's butterflies, man. We're inside the Star Wars nerd bubble with no problems here. It is butterflies. You're wondering, is this going to work out? And as you heard, Joseph and I had so much adrenaline. You got a lot of things that we wanted from the trailer. Still have questions. Yeah, you're right. Naysayers, maybe we go in there and the characters aren't much more than we're seeing. I saw some people saying the trailer was overrated. I saw some people saying they don't think Felicity Jones has a has an overpowering charisma. And you know what? I, I, I'll say I kind of see that point. I don't agree with it. I think she's been quiet. Everything we've seen of Felicity Jones has been quiet, not quite stoic, but just a quiet, rebellious determination. And I like that. I don't need her over-the-top, wise-cracking. I don't need some rogue scoundrel. I need a new character. And, and Felicity Jones seems to be bringing something different to the lead. She's strong. She's determined. She's in control. But also, there's got to be some doubts. And you see it, K2SO. Like, she's in a weird world, meeting this droid for the first time that's saying, don't worry, I won't kill you. She's doing. Uh, she's going to find herself maybe in this. We know that the character's kind of already formed. That there's some stuff going on possibly with her father, and then she's had a. She's she's in shackles. She's had a bad past. Maybe she's good at heart. She's going to go through that kind of change, which as we've discussed several times on 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 Four Center programming and did in the Rogue One trailer reaction that Joseph and I recorded. That's different than what we've got from other Star Wars characters. This isn't Ray in the desert. This isn't Luke in the desert, and I love that about that. But she is quieter. So I don't know what you're expecting. I don't know. You know, do we want a Poe Dameron? I think we might get that. You know, Cassian Andor is, is quiet as well. The dialogue so far and everything we've seen, there hasn't been a lot of dialogue, number one, but it has been kind of quiet. It has been kind of somber. And maybe that factored into some of the stories about, hey, we got to liven this up a little bit. Maybe that's a little bit of what we're seeing. But I like that. I'm sure we're already seeing some humor play out and play out well. A lot of it focused around K2SO, the droid that Alan Tudyk is playing. Um, but I am comfortable. So those questions, I just see, I get it. Felicity Jones is quieter than maybe you want. But I, I definitely think she has 
a charisma. But will it play off Diego Luda? Will, will her, uh, Jen Erso and Cassie and Andor, if, if there's a romance between them, will we get that kind of uh, chemistry that we need in character, in story? A lot of people can look at Godzilla and say, no, nah, Gareth Edwards didn't do that well there. And you got Tony Gilroy coming in to help, and that's exactly what they did in Godzilla. I think there's better actors in this movie, and I think you can trust them more. So, I get it. I get wor- I, I, I don't get worried, but I get the question. Overrated, though, I'll take I'll take, I'll take Umbridge with. I think this is a great trailer. I think this set up the story. I think if you're not too familiar with what the story is, what, the, what Star Wars is, well, you know, you're going to be hard-pressed to find those people, but they might be out there. This sets it up. We got a girl in shackles. She's going to accept a mission. The world's falling apart, and the imperial flags are everywhere. There's a big weapon that's going to go through a test. She's going to gather these people who are being oppressed by the Imperials. The Imperials are, are uh, up to no good, and they're going to try to do something about it. It's a simple story, and it's played out, but I, as a casual fan, I think you now know what you're getting into. You now know what this is about, and as uh, uh, us, as a group inside the Star Wars bubble, there's still so many questions. There's still so many things we haven't seen. So, to call that trailer overrated, sometimes I think you just want to watch the world burn. Now, the big question. Does a good trailer make a good movie? Of course it doesn't! You can cite Suicide Squad if you didn't like Suicide Squad. Uh, I know a lot of people like the Batman v Superman trailers, the early ones that came out. Alright? That one didn't pan out. Jurassic World looked cool. A lot of people didn't like Jurassic World. You can go back to the prequels. I get it. No, of course not. A good trailer does not make a good movie necessarily. That is a given. I don't think, if you're listening, you don't know this, but there's companies that are hired to make these trailers. Sometimes the director, producers, don't have a ton to do with it other than maybe seeing it at the end. It's not like Gareth Edwards is sitting down to cut the trailer. So you're right. This could be cut a certain way, it could tell a certain story, and the movie could not be that. That could be any movie. But after Force Awakens, I'm no longer worried in that regard. Yeah, Force Awakens trailers came out and everyone said, well, about the prequels? Yep, the Phantom Menace trailer is still one of my favorite trailers of all time. Both of them. The first official, the first teaser. The Sith trailer, Attack of the Clones trailer, actually did good jobs. They actually... Brought me back. I mean, I was going to watch anyways, but I, I had that hope. Yeah, it didn't turn out the way we all may have wanted to, but I'm no longer worried of The Force Awakens because the trailer made it seem like this was a great movie and I enjoyed Force Awakens. Maybe you're in the disappoint, disappointed camp. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried. I'm okay that there's naysayers, but sometimes people, like I said, just want to watch the world burn. There's so many little things to get excited about in this trailer. We'll be talking about it, I'm sure, for the next couple weeks. Uh, one of the, the next upcoming Force Center, I believe, is a pre-taped one, so you won't get a, hear us reference it too much there. But more stuff uh, could be coming out. We might, we, at the time I'm recording this, we might move that one, too. Uh, we weren't fully anticipating the trailer to drop when we were doing a Rogue, uh, Rogue One trailer, when we were doing our Force Center recording. So, uh, I digress. Um, there's so many little things that upon watching the trailer now, I think up to seven, eight, nine, ten plus times, there's so many little things to get excited about. I've mentioned it before. Cassian Endor 
and his and his blue jacket. It's reminiscent of Han Solo on Hoth. There's something about that that just I look at it and go, "That's Star Wars." The X-wings flying through uh, the caverns there. That's Star Wars. That TIE fighter, that Jyn Erso shot, walking towards the TIE fighter. I, I, my first reaction is that um, she's foolishly challenging the TIE fighter. I believe Christian Harloff is already on record saying he believes that it's actually a friend. Someone's inside there. She knows she's going uh, towards that TIE fighter and is being safe. Whatever it is, it's a great shot. And it's like, that is Star Wars, but it's also something new. You got the Imperial Walkers, the heavy freight carrier walkers now. And that shot, we talked about Baze Malbus. Um, launching the rocket up at the walker. That's a great moment, and that is Star Wars. There's so many things that are Star Wars. And we as fans say that a lot. It doesn't seem Star Wars. I say that about the comics sometimes. I say that about certain characters in books, storylines in books. Um, It's not Star Wars, and it's a weird, vague thing to say. But Rogue One is Star Wars to me. I'm already on board saying that they've got the look. The story might not play out. Time is obviously going to tell. But it looks like Star Wars, and it looks like a more lived-in Star Wars. And I had this discussion around the office today with a lot of people over at Defy Media saying that, hey, I love Force Awakens, and I'm one of those people. I know other people in the office. They love Force Awakens. They're on board. But it had a certain sheen to it, did it not? Force Awakens definitely had a sheen that... Um, at times it appeared like, hey, it's a movie. Shot on a set. Yeah, I know Rogue One's on sets too. I ain't no dummy, but Force Awakens had some of that. It was like they were putting a brand new shiny Star Wars. Jakku was lived in. It was all lived in. The world of Star Wars was there. But it was real bright. A lot of Force Awakens, my memory of it is just, it's just, it's a bright movie. You get snow and the bright sun. Even on Starkiller Base when it gets dark, um, you still got just kind of this bright color to it, the sheen. Rogue One does not seem to have that. It's bright on the beach, but everything about the costuming, um, the vehicles, what we're seeing, it's just got this lived-in, real-world feel to it, and that excites me. That is why I'm still basking. That's why I'm still living in a Rogue One world. I'm excited for that. Marvel movies have a certain look to them. They're all the same. I'm glad that this one looks, I'd say, a lot different than The Force Awakens. Different time. And I'm not one of those people that no longer, or I no longer have the problem with the prequels looking different from A New Hope. Different time, filmmaking-wise, reality-wise, but even in story. Different styles, different way of doing things. And maybe the imperial uh, regime suppressed technology, suppressed supplies. You don't know. Maybe the more of that will come out. And that's why A New Hope, in story again, it's more of this gritty, broken-down world. And Rogue One seems to have that gritty, broken-down feel to it. I'm excited. I'm buying in. Are you all in? Tell me what really, really got you excited. The little things. You guys know I love the little things about Star Wars. What are the little things in that trailer? 
Is it is it more Mon Mothma? Did you like seeing more of that? Like seeing the rebel leaders as they addressed Jyn Erso? Did you like to see her and Cassian Andor in the cockpit just saying good, good, good? What was it? We all like Donnie Yen taking out the stormtroopers. But there's something specific about that. And you can go ahead and tweet me at hashtag Spotlight Star Wars. And we'll address it as we uh, continue, like I said, to bask in this Rogue One glory. Good job. They should all be excited over there. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway. Like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Gosh, I love that shot of the Death Star flying over the planet. I'm already hearing some theories. A couple people, including our friend uh, Kevin Ross, a regular listener, big theorist. A lot of people saying, well, maybe that could be Genosis, because we know the Genosians are wiped out in Rebels. That's mentioned. Maybe they're going to destroy Genosis, pay them back for messing up the construction of the Death Star. Maybe that's one of the reasons it took 19 years. That is not my theory. It's something that's been messaged to me. And I can get behind that. I can get behind that. 
I mentioned on the reaction video that maybe that's how they're going to test the Death Star. And I know, uh, I even caught myself, you know, Dantooine was supposed to be the first test. And Tarkin said, well, that's too remote. We're going to go for Alderaan, a bigger target. But again, I got to imagine that's not the first time the Death Star fired its lasers. So I think I believe some planet's going to go. Was your favorite moment of the trailer Darth Vader? I like that. We talked about it on the breakdown video uh, recording. I like that. I like that we don't I don't want the I don't want to see Vader any more than that. I saw some people tweet, "Ah, you know, this is he, he's going to be in the movie for like 5 minutes anyways." Good. I don't need Vader to be the focus of this. I want him to show up in the third act. His name can certainly loom over the story. But show up in the third act. Because at the beginning of New Hope, Vader is chasing Princess Leia's ship. She's, he's chasing the Tantive Four. There's a reason. So this movie, I hope, ends ten minutes before that. I hope Vader's in there in the very end. Got to clean up Krennic's mess. Do it for the glory of the Empire. And I don't think Krennic comes out of this alive. Whether he goes up in the Death Star, at the end of New Hope, whether he goes in this movie, I don't think he's alive. I think he's a one-time villain. Mendelssohn's got one chance to get it right. So that's what this is about today. We are still basking in the glory of Rogue One. We are now living in this Rogue One world. It is so close. It is so here. Get excited. Get hyped. Rogue One, a Star Wars story is here. And uh, we got more to come. We got the Han Solo movie. Movie? Did I just call it a Han Solo movie? I did. I'm so excited. I hope Donald Glover gets to play Lando Carusian. That better happen. I know casting people are listening to this podcast now, so hear me. Believe me, that's what we want. Be cool. Alden Ehrenreich, Donald Glover, I'm on a board for that. But let's see what Rogue One does. I think it's going to do great things, and I'm going to go watch that trailer again. You do that too, and you tell me what little moments you loved in the trailer. You trailer, you tweet me at hashtag Spotlight Star Wars, and we'll discuss them, and I'll read them out next week. Guys... It's here. We are in it. It's a great time to be a Star Wars fan. So until next time, for the Force Center podcast feed, Spotlight Star Wars, I'm Ken Napsuck. Follow us on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Twitter at Force Center Pod. We will see you next time. May that Force thing kind of sort of always remain around you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.